got a man saying, Ivan, I am terrible. The Boogie Down Bronx veteran episode 109 of the nice. Culture Show. So, yo, we always do. Like I said, I, my high ass thought, thought that we had you on or something or whatever. I, I, it was in my brain. It's overdue, but we're going we getting it in. And I got a lot of questions. Thank you for rocking with us, man. We've been, you know what I'm saying, been vibing for a minute now. You know what I mean? Like a few years and shit. So, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying, sir? Appreciate you for, uh, for for coming through. You just dropped a new joint recently. So, we're going to get into that and everything. So, everything good with you? Everything good, man. By the grace of God, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for rocking out with me and the love you show, you show and you support, man. I appreciate it greatly, man, for real. No. Nah. Man, we fucks with you, man. You know what I'm saying? And we've been been on the radar for for a minute and stuff. And and I got some questions, just like personal. Not per, I mean, like just things I've wondered about you as far as like background and stuff like that. So I'm excited to get into it. Salute to everybody joining in. This is episode 109 of the Carry and the Culture Show. And uh, before we get started, if you got questions for Saint Ivan, please use the uh, questions feature below. We can pull them up and and, and see them rather than just putting them in the chat. It's a little easier. So. Um, Let's jump right into it, man. Um, so I, I love history. I love understanding where people are from, and because that's what makes that's a big part of what makes people right. So, um, BX, man, take take us back. Like, take me down memory lane, little Ivan running around, boogie down. Like, so, I, what part of uh, first of all, part of the Bronx are you from? I'm familiar with Co-op City, and I'm familiar with Fordham Road. Those, those are two areas I kind of, if I was when I was out there, I was kind of out there. So, where are you? Where where were you kind of? stationed um i'm from the southwest section uh the concourse 170 elliot marcy walton townsend wife place the whole you know 170 from the four train to the d train so the d train's on the concourse and you got the four train down on jerome so that whole area right there 170 basically before mount eden like 172nd down to about 169th from the concourse to Jerome. That's the the section right there. So that's like the southwest okay. section. Okay, 40, that's what say, say what you said, said 40 to D. All right, so that puts it in perspective. So what was your BX experience growing up? You're, you're a tiny bit older than me, and, and but like we're from the same, same, same era stuff as far as this goes. So, you know, being in that um, right there, like what was what was your experience like? I'm dying to hear this. What was it like for you growing up? And then you know how you, know, how you got this and everything. I don't really know that about you, you know. Yeah, well, so, um, I I I've been a a participant in in pretty much every facet of the hip hop culture, um, you know, which I love what you be saying, you know, when I you know I've been watching you for a long time, and you know, hip hop is not just rap. Right. And, and people tend to forget that hip-hop is not just rap. Hip-hop consists of elements. And, you know, I happen to participate in every last one of them. Some a little bit more than others. But the most dominant uh, parts that I participated in was, of course, as an MC and as a graffiti writer. So, you know, being a graffiti writer, it allowed me to venture to all boroughs as an all-city graffiti writer to going to different boroughs and be around different boroughs and meet a lot of people, different people, different places. Um, that that time went from 89 to 97 when I stopped bombing. And, okay. and I happened, you know, 
you know, uh, to be a part of one of the most infamous graffiti crews in New York City's history, not just the Bronx, but in New York City's history, and that's KGB. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. So, so yo. Shout out to the whole KGB mob. So was your, um, like, for you, because when I wrote, my my thing was, like, I, I was all about getting up. Like, I was, mm -hmm. I was about, like, I wanted you to see my shit everywhere. Like, that was, that was just my thing. Like, I wasn't really into... I didn't really get into piecing as much. And then by the time I was getting there, like I was getting arrested too much. So I said, I got to stop this shit. But like, what, what was, was it more like, did you gravitate more to, towards a certain thing? Like what was your, like kind of like your, your focus when you were, when you were out writing as far as. Um, a, de a destroyer. Okay. <laughs> the same <laughs> a destroyer. I mean, I could, I could get a little busy on paper, you know what I'm saying? Like with the piecing and stuff, there's, there's dudes in my crew that, that, get busy that's super nice with the with the piecing um matter of fact starting with the prez near rest in peace near kgb he was ill with the paint with piecing um else gets busy se gets busy seer he gets busy there's a few people that within the squad that get busy with the piecing right, right. but everybody was just about vandalism being a destroyer copping tags everywhere copping tags on buildings on cars on vans on on trucks garbage trucks Trucks, damn delivery, everything. Just that's what it was about. Yeah, yeah. And, and that kind of followed suit of the legends that was already doing it and did it before us. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. So yeah. So for, as far as you doing that, like, um, so we had Philly legend on uh, NM last night on uh, no or Monday rather, whenever the fuck it was Monday. <laughs> and um, I asked him about a crazy uh, like getaway story. You got any crazy getaway stories from back in the day? Oh man, I got I got I got a few. I'm sure. <laughs> um, let me see. He didn't get away. Well, there, Hopefully, you got one where you got away. Actually, got away. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 definitely got away. Um, I was I, I was bombing with um some comrades of mine from Brooklyn, um, with some with you know with a with a comrade crew from Brooklyn. Shout out to ACC, GAK, and um, we was in Queens, and, and a writer, I'm not going to say no names, but a writer, you know, he had threw a can, a full can on a store roof, like on a boat. They got roof or something. And one of my other men was like, yo, you bugging, like, that's gold. Like, you just threw a full rusto on a roof? Like, what? Right, right, right. So he goes up there to go get the can, so we go to the top of the train on the seven and I'm I come onto the tracks and I'm hanging off the side, you know, to see that he good on the roof. And we heard the radio come, you know, like getting closer. Right, right, right. And the cop hit the at this time police was still with the batons and he hit the baton on the rail and um he got the call up. So I climbed back up and we dip and I'm running. And before the seven train goes into I think that's um if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Hunter's Point. I could be wrong with the with the station. But when it comes out to the elevation and it goes back down before it goes into uh Grand Central, there's like a salt mine over there. And I had jumped. And when I jumped, the, the two other riders I was with, they was already ahead of me. So they, they was there first. I jumped. I linked with them. And at the same time I jumped, the cops was pulling in. So we had to jump back over the wall and we run in the tunnel. And one of the dudes gets caught, and 
We see him get caught, so we run back from the station, going back into the tunnel, and the next train is coming in, and when the train comes in on the other side, the emergency brake is, is pulled, a cop comes out the train and start busting at us. Real, real life. Start busting. Um, one of one of my people, one of my people had got popped by the cop. I I got away, and I linked up with my other man that was on the roof later on and told him. And when we was going back into Brooklyn, we heard that there was a station shut down because they was looking for us. So I don't know if they thought we was trying to rob a place or something. I don't know, but yeah, that that's one of the illest stories. I was able to get away from that by the grace of God, man. Yeah. There's other stories, but that was like the one that like led to the to the decision. Like, yo, I gotta stop doing this soon. I'm yeah. gone. You yeah, know? nah, I hear you, man. I hear you. My mine for me was a lot quicker. You said like '89, so well. No, this 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 story right here. This took place like '92, '93. Yeah, right. You were started '89. Yeah, yeah. So what were what were cats like? Um, were cats. Train, they weren't hitting trains 89, were they? Were they still, were they still going a little bit? Nah, the trains was dying out from like 87, 88. Right you would still see some trains being there, but for the most part, it, it was it was to the streets and, and like the trucks and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Box trucks shit and all that? Yeah. Got you. Got you. So, nah, that's, that's dope. All right, so and I was going to ask you that. Like, you know, I, I knew you were like into writing and stuff, so I'm glad you – Clarify to what extent. So, like, again, like you're in the Bronx and what you know, you're writing and stuff like that. You're doing all the elements. Like, what was, um, damn, like, so you, you were like 15, 16 when, uh, like, like, what were your teenage years like as far as like, as far as growing up there in, in the cut of, of hip hop? Man, it was, it was a lot of stuff going on, man. Um, 15, 16 years old, uh, I was obsessed with, with, with bombing, like more into the graph. I was inking, like writing my raps and stuff like that and freestyle and, you know, off the head. Right. But I didn't, I didn't take it serious with the rap until I was like 17. That was the first um, recording of uh, actual demo. But um, the bronze back then, man, New York, period, was, it was different. It was, it was way different there was still some like there was definitely codes and ethics and stuff like that in regards to the street and how people dealt and things of that nature like my generation our generation because you know we're about the same age group um which i just turned 48 last week oh, so um, yeah 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 um my generation growing up like if we was in the hallway if we was burning one like that and we was in the hallway and a elder like somebody's mom came in like you you see a scrimmage like everybody trying to put it away out of respect you know what i'm saying and and just to get out the way and hey how you doing miss such and such or you know just to it's not the same now these dudes will blow it down and blow smoke in your mother face and all that like it's it's different you know what i'm saying it was a it was a lot more it, it was it was a lot more morally if i could say morally like solid back then as opposed to right now, you know what I mean? Right. While there was still wild stuff going on, ill stuff. Right. And going just going on ventures like graph at that age is is like you didn't get tired. Like we'll start in the Bronx and 
walk to the village. If anybody from New York and they know it, that's a ill walk from from 170th Street to walk down to West 8th Street, West 3rd. But everybody got markers, everybody got stickers, everybody got paint, and it's a mission at the same time we walk. And it'd be fun. Like, it'd be all night missions walking from there. Imagine during the quote-unquote Puerto Rican Day Parade on a Saturday night, we trooping down and breaking night and then walking back up to the parade, not sleeping, like up 36 hours. Hey, Boricua. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Without no care. That's how I was. Yeah. Nah, nah. And, that's the, and that's, I mean, I've heard the, the, and I've seen the changes. I mean, I'm not from New York, but I, you know, I was there a lot and definitely saw the change. I've seen the changes over the years, man. I mean, in terms of just, like you said, trooping. Yeah. Like, and it's funny, man. You say that. Like, I think as youngsters, we didn't give a shit about, like, walking. You know, like, even my teenage daughter right now, she'll trek, like, She's like, well, I went to where? I was like, you walked there? Like, fuck out of here. But, you know, like, so we, you know, adventurous, man. That was an adventure for y'all. Like, a, you know, straight. It wasn't a walk to nowhere. That was a journey. Like, you had mad stories right out of the one, one night. Like, so much shit probably happened. Mm hmm You know, so. Absolutely. Um, all right, so I wanted to jump into, I want to get into the new album as well as, like, the, the the point behind the new album, so the new joint, Street Evangelist, and I remember seeing a post recently from you, like doing some promo on it. It said, "You said I rap about God and it's hard," and I was like, "Okay," I was like, and it was it really stuck out for me. So, um, solid project, man. But I want to thank you. I want you to break it break it down for me, because I, I got some, I got a bunch of questions about, like just. Your your views on you know God because you also posted recently um, you posted a joint of uh, Kenny Loggins I mean you know well, Jesus or whatever that is. <laughs> 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 and said something like as if this is your king or kings or something like don't even like you know whatever so right break it down for me man where where's Saint Ivan coming from with 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 the with the God whole God thing and just how you breaking it down and all, uh, all that, man. It's real, it's real talk. So. Well, um, there, there was a time, and I'm sure you could recall this, you know, during the 90s, the late 80s, early 90s, even with the music, like the balance in music, like you had the gangster stuff, you had, you know, the fly talk stuff, but then you had the quote-unquote conscious stuff. You had the stuff trying to enlighten the people and trying to educate the people from X-Clan to Brand Nubian to Cam to Paris to Ice Cube. You know, so many groups that it was a balance. And even, like, the hardest dudes, like a G-Rap, he could still come with erase the racism. You know what I'm saying? Don't, he could still come with don't curse. curse. That's what I was saying. He was on don't curse. You know what I'm saying? So it was a balance. Like, nowadays, it's, it's gone. In that era, those particular groups that I gravitated to, that I liked, like Public Enemy and stuff like that, it it it, it started to gravitate me to look into the direction of finding myself. Like, what's my purpose here? Like, I need to know more. Like, it can't just be this. And I started adventuring. I started looking into the Nation of Islam, the Five Percent, the Dr. York, and I started looking. And then I gravitated more towards the Israelite movement because 
I believe and still believe, obviously, in the Bible. So they 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 caught me with these teachings because there's things that's written in the Bible that are factual, that no one can negate. You can't argue it. It's damn black and white. Let's you know that God, the Father, the Creator, is black. Christ is black. It's not. It's nothing racist. I mean, it's an. It's identifying. It comes with a description. If somebody was to describe you, they're gonna. They're gonna say tomorrow is a is a is a, is a light skinned brown skinned brother. He got such and such. Right? They're gonna give a description. If they put up an image of like you said, Kenny Loggins, you're gonna be like, that ain't me. That's right. Right. That's right. So it's the same when it comes to that word. So I was. I found myself you know, gravitating to this to this organization because of the Bible and I started getting deeper and it deepening and I started excelling and I, I was in there for like twenty something years. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when I left the street alone, I, I directly went that path. Like dudes I grew up with cut them off, certain family members cut them off and it was like a shock to them. Like, yo, what the hell? Right. All along not knowing all along, not knowing that I actually was in a cult, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and wound up getting entangled in that for the two decades or so that I was involved in it until eventually breaking free and being able to see things for what it is, you know. And this is where I'm at right now. So, streets of street evangelist is is something I was already working on and and inking and just felt good to let it go now especially with the climate with certain people talking about you know hebrews the negroes and stuff like that and people want to listen to the quote-unquote celebrities because they have a status but won't listen to the to the poor guy won't listen to the poor woman because they don't have that, that status so I, I put it out kind of like a bragging right like if anybody can talk about it i can talk about it because i was in it for 20 plus years and i had probably the highest ranking position in the organization underneath the leaders of the organization. Every group that's out here calling themselves Israelites come from the group where I was a part of. That was the head group. And these different groups started to splinter off and make their own groups. And a lot of them I know, and I've seen them before, and, and, and I had interaction with them. So that's what, this pro that's what this project was in the direction of, like, I'm going to give it the real, like, you're not going to be able to deceive the people. So it's kind of, it's personal, but at the same time, it's entertaining for those that don't know and you get the project and you listen to it. So that's the whole premise of Street Evangelist. Damn. Okay. So where are you at now? Like when you, when you say the word, when you say God, like what context are you saying it? Like, and like, what's, what do you actually, what do you mean? Like, because I mean, because now it's there's so many terms like supreme creator. Sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a Christian God, a Judeo Christian God, Allah, Krishna, Allah. What? So like, what? You know? Yeah. We're, we're like, he's, <laughs> I not, get you. he's not a person. He's a light, right? I mean, it's energy. I mean, so right. Where are you with that? Well, he's he's everything. He's all of the above. He is energy. He is the light. But he's also a he. As far as being a physical he, flesh and blood, no, he's not. He's a spirit. 
And, um, you know, some people call him different names. But in reality, if you're reading the book, and when I say the book, when I reference the book, I'm talking about the scriptures. If you're reading the book, nobody knows his name. So you can't call on a name that you don't know. You can't. Nobody knows his name. Nobody. Even the name of the son, that's not his name. Who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ, that's not his name. If people are reading as it is written, the word tells you itself that he has a name that no one knows except he himself. The only time that name is going to be revealed is if you make it on judgment day to enter into paradise. Then you will know that name. Because the name is holy, it's pure. Holy means separated from God. So how can you know the name of God or the name of the Supreme Son and you still indulging in all kind of filth? It don't make sense. It don't add up. Okay, so so you're just saying, I mean, so when you reference God, I mean, you're saying it's just a generic word, a generic word or a quote unquote term for the supreme being. I'm not gonna argue semantics with anybody that want to say, well, his name is Ayahayasha or, or such as. I'm not gonna argue with that. Mm. That's neither here nor there. What are you doing for the name that you you calling to acknowledge you and recognize you that you good? What are you doing? Right. So what you know is name big deal whoop he do if that's what you think his name is but what are you doing yeah. like people will brag that they know the name of god but will still try to plot and sleep with your wife is that of god right. no yeah that's not of god so big deal you know his name yeah you gotta you know kind of stand behind that see yeah it's about the character in the end i mean i mean yeah, of course. exactly of course exactly of course so but so like nevertheless not to cut you off but with with the with as far as um the belief yeah there's no way I can get around it or avoid it because this is who I am. This is what I live. You know what I'm saying? Like music and all that is secondary to me. God is always first. Right. And it's going to reflect in what I talk about in my rhymes. Right. Now, people might have complaints about that, but you you, you also going to complain about listening to the shoot 'em up bang, bang, selling drugs, fly gear, do, 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 all day, but you're going to get mad at me because I'm talking about God? Make up your mind. Right. <laughs> I feel you. So is that guy coming from like a, I guess, like Christian base? Is that does that mean that's that the essence of it, or is it like, or is it more of a universal like thing? Well, here's the, here's the unique thing. Generic, here's the thing. Generic. The name is generic. Right. Like, People would attribute it to quote unquote Christianity, but nowhere in that book do you read. Christ calling anybody a Christian. It was actually used as a derogatory term towards the believers that followed Christ. Right. I ain't familiar with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just a belief in 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 Christ. He actually existed, whether people believe it or not. He actually existed. He served a purpose. He did a job, and that's who I deal with. That's who I believe. Okay. In. Cool. No, nah, I thank you for clearing no. up. It was, I was, it was on my mind. I'm trying to, I'm trying to sift through it, like because the, the names of the, um, I, I'm very unfamiliar with the Bible, you know. So I'll keep it on it. So like, I mean, I'm familiar with some of the names here, like, as far as na names and tracks and stuff, being like, right. you know, out of, out, of, out of the Bible. But what was what was cool about this project, man, was that to me. So it, my my take on it is this: as someone who's not Christian, I haven't really 
that's I mean this is like the I am not don't know much about this area at all. I know about other areas. And so this for me was a dope project because I didn't feel like I was being preached to about anything. Thank you. I I I heard crazy bars, I heard knowledge and just wisdom because here's the thing, like there's morals and values and like to me to me there's morals and values in every major religion. What what people do with it after that is some fuck shit. But to me, Absolutely. the essence of these philosophies are, 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 are pure. I, I firmly believe that. I, I think people take it, and I get it. I understand why people are atheists. I totally fucking get it. <laughs> like me, mm -hmm. all right. But I think, so I think the essence of these things are, are, are pure. So basically what I'm saying is like, I don't care if the wisdom is from the Bible, it's wisdom. Like, like because it's, it's, right. it's similar, because a lot of the stuff that's in, in here is similar to the faith that I believe in. So like there's similarities all across these shits. We take the differences and fuck it up, and that's a topic for another day. So I appreciated the fact that that there was it was like I mean it made perfect sense. Street evangelist. I was like, okay, this brother's from the streets, but he's on some other shit, and he's letting you and he's he's breaking down truths. He's showing he's showing like both sides of it. I saw both sides of the coin. I saw like yeah, like this will happen if you do this. There were like tales of caution in there and stuff like that. So it was. It's a dope project, everybody. Check it out, Street Evangelist. It's um, hey, it's just wisdom for you. Yeah, wisdom for your ass, man. And, and it's like um, beats are, beats are dope. And um, yeah. Salute the Bop Man, Bop Man on the beats. Oh, it works. Salute the Bop Man. Producer. So yeah, I think it's for me. That was a that was a dope thing to see. That like, like um, it was just because I wanted to hear when you said that. It was like I rap about God, God, but they got bad seat. I, I was like, I rap about God, but it's hard, and um, and I know your background, so I was like, oh, you know, okay, so let's let's see how he weaves it, how he weaves it in, and so I was really impressed about how you how you wove it in, and it, to me, it was just like, it was dope. It was like, you know, to me, it reminded me of some like intelligent hoodlum shit, like this some street again, street evangelist. Like your background is your background, but like eyes are wide open now you know what i'm saying so it's right. like you're seeing right now so you you know so it's different so i appreciated that man for real no thank you i'm i'm i appreciate you recognizing that because <laughs> most people would see that and 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 i deliberately the album cover is authentic the album cover is not photoshopped the album cover is not um enhanced the album cover is authentic that was before social media that was before pose for a selfie that was before all of that 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 album cover that picture is actually from 1998 wow damn you know what i'm saying so that's why i used it no it's dope it's a, it's a dope project man and everybody you guys should check it out they got bad seed real quick shout, shout out to him oh shout out to bro bad you seed know, salute you know what i'm saying uh winning awards and shit you know what I'm saying this year, so the album Four Finger Ring, so well deserved, well deserved. He busts his ass, he gets busy. Oh yeah, that's my bro. I rock, rock with him. Yeah, man. he's good, good dude. So um, yeah, man, everybody check this project out. It's uh, Street Evangelist, Saint Ivan, and it, yeah, I fucks with it, man. So Thank you, bro. Um, talk to me about this, man. Um, actually, we'll, we'll stay on, we'll stay on hip hop for a minute. Um. 
So I asked Brother Jay this, and you were you were into the, you were on the show, and uh, when did hip hop go sideways? And 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 and, and it'll be dope asking you because we you know you participated in multiple elements. So we all know that back in the day, right? Everybody kind of dabbled in everything a little bit. Everybody almost everybody had a hand style, even if you weren't a writer. Like your shit was your shit was fresh. Like you still wrote your shit kind of dope. And you would think somebody was a writer, like, no, I don't even write. People, a lot of people MC, produce, and then you kind of found your lane. Some people realized they weren't the best dancers. Like, oh, I can't fuck with this. Some people realized, oh, this is what I need. For me, it was it was the b-boying. You know, for some people, it was the writing, everything. You know, you know what it is. So we all kind of did everything. And there was, you would go to a jam, and people just, all of the elements kind of respected each other. It was just like, because everyone was doing everything. When and why did it go sideways, in your opinion? And, and go with it, because they're now operating in different, there's four individual lanes almost, if you will. Um, I, did, I hope this answers the question, but I'm going to go in detail with it. For me, you, you know, you know, they talk about hip hops in regard, they talk about hip hop is particularly with, uh, with rap. They talk about, about eras, generations. Um, for me, the, the best generation the best era in hip hop for me, and I'm, I'm I, I speak on it passionately, and I'm adamant with it. This is me. <laughs> the best era in hip hop was 1986 to 1996. Anything that came after 1996 is when hip hop went down, when rap went down. Wow. I only say wow because that's the exact same time frame that I have. So, um, and I never heard you. I never talked to you about this. No, we haven't talked about I, this. No, I never heard this before from you. No, we, that, that's for me the time. 86, 96, after that, 97, to the dunks. Yeah. I mean, and of course, here's the thing. And so people, and this is what against me, not against me, but people will be like, what about this album? What about this album? Of course, there were albums out. Of course, there was underground shit. Yes. But as as far as like the, the the shit as a whole, like that time that time period, yeah, I mean, I, I firmly agree, man. It's it's interesting. So it's it's not just yeah, there was there were joints out. I mean, of course, there's dope joints that came out ninety eight, ninety nine. The whole raucous era was dope. That, that, that time. right company flow and that 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 shit was later. You know what I'm saying? Can't can't ox and all that stuff. But like it was different. Then though it was still different because you were dealing now you were dealing with more of the more of the you know the money was involved and so shit shit was shit you know shit went sideways and you know got you know and and I always say big up Alcatraz Ed I, personally I do say Puffy was I feel like Puffy was the start of that yeah absolutely yeah I, I was going to say it hey salute my bro Alcatraz I love you bro salute to you. Um, definitely. I was going to say that. I was just waiting for you to say your part. <laughs> oh, so, so, so it's all being, like, we can all, it's unanimous as a motherfucker. Like, word. It's a fact. Puffy. He ruined it. Yeah. He, and I'm, I'm going to tell you what I noticed about that whole, that whole movement. And again, it's like, in this time, it's kind of quote unquote, like sacrilegious. If you say something about, you know, bad boy and Biggie and all that. Listen, man. Um, and that, that, that's why I rock with you, because you keep it a thousand. Like, when you be going in on, on certain people, 
I be wanting to comment, but I, I fall back and I just listen. But um, this is what he did. He flipped the script. When You know why we received NWA so much? Because Dre was intelligent enough to know that New York dudes is not going to listen if we come with this sound that they doing over here. We got to do the sound that they doing in New York. So the whole straight out of Compton album, if you look at the production, is basically New York-based production. And that's why we gravitated to it. What Puffy did was the flip. He took West Coast-based style funk and production so that they could gravitate to that over there, which was to compete with the West because they were the ones dominating the charts at that time. It's not, it don't take rocket science to figure it out, but people, people going to argue based on their emotion and their personal preference. And, you know, again, they want to call it sacrilegious or whatever. I, I'll, take it, I'll take it a step further. He, he ruined Biggie, in my opinion. And, and if Absolutely. I, if I look at, if we look at Biggie's first album, which even I wasn't even really feeling juicy like that, I mean, right. it was already, and if you, there's a dope documentary out, everybody should check it out. It's called Crazy Like That Glue. And it's actually about Craig Mack, but it talks a lot about Puffy's snakery, serpentry shit in there too, and how he was like running things. So he had Biggie under his thumb, man. Like Biggie owed him like everything. So of course he gonna sing and dance. And, and, and Biggie's career, he was already moving in that direction of that like, Yo, there was a lot of, I mean, and people don't like big, big, big. Yo, come on, man. But by that second joint, there was a lot of, like, oh, man, niggas dancing in the back, like, whack dancing. I mean, like, shiny suit bopping. Puffy's all of a sudden a producer. Don't get me started, man. That, to me, I always, I've done videos on it and gotten killed for it. Like, yo, this cat is the, he was, the, he was one, a big part of the start of the downfall of the music part of it. Absolutely. I agree 1,000%. I got stories about him, too, but I, I'll tell you in private. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, it was good for you. See, listen, you're an artist, man. I mean, you got to move. I understand. You know, my artist friends got to move differently. I mean, I get it. I, I get it. So that's why I'm here, because I don't have to move. I mean, right. I don't rap. Like, people just want to smoke an L and just say my shit and keep it pushing. So, you know what I mean? So, um, so okay. So that's kind of where shit went. So how can we get it? Is there anything we can get it back? Do to get it back? Anything? Yeah, you left. Um, I think, I think what you're doing is a firm foot forward into getting it back on track because it's not just you. I see other people doing the same thing that express your same sentiments, that say the same things that's on your mind. There's a lot of us that think the same way. Some are afraid to say it, like you said, because they're artists and they don't want to jeopardize their whatever. At this point in my career, bro, I, I'll talk about whatever. I don't care because what are you going to do to me that hasn't been done already that, you know what I'm saying, that you can further stump anything from growth? You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Um, I think I think dudes our age need to get out of the mind frame of still trying to behave and act like they back in the 90s in regards to the mentality, like trying to fit in and trying to, you know, can't beat them, join them mentality. I think that's that that's what really puts a stump on the progression of what people like myself and other people are trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Which they're trying to come up with a term, I guess, calling it contemporary hip-hop. Like, what? 
Yeah, for older for older rappers, contemporary hip hop. Word. Yeah. yeah, I've heard it a few times. Contemporary hip hop. They can eat a dick. They can eat a dick. <laughs> Fuck them contemporary asses. They can shove it up their contemporary assholes. Fuck them. I agree. So I, I agree. You just gave me some content for a video tomorrow. Contemporary hip. What the fuck is content? Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure people that's in here right now they had to have heard that before. That that's a a thing. They're calling it contemporary hip hop. Fuck out of here, man. Yeah, I'm hot right now, B. Like, what? Mm -hmm. Hold on. I, I got the computer. What the fuck is? I mean, I believe you. I just need to. I need to see this fuckery for my own eyes, man. Mm -hmm. Contemporary. It better not come up like all easy in the fucking Google shit either. Damn, it did come up all easy in the Google shit. <laughs> oh, what is what what fuck out of here? Right. This is some. Right. This is urban contemporary, contemporary hip hop. This is some ass juice, man. Mature. Mm -hmm. Fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yo, but the, what? I, I don't even know. You just threw the whole show off with that shit, man. Like, <laughs> I can't even. Like, I'm like disturbed in my brain right now, B. <sighs> yeah, man. More fuckery. See, this is more watering down, more, more shifting the like the history to some other shit. That like more pushing the history out out of the forefront and, and like the what what are we on rock contemporary hip hip hop what the fuck is that mean right 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 what it, what it does what it does it puts older MCs in a box exactly that's what I'm saying like because here's the thing yo this is not football where like because people. People act like the older MCs are, are good. It's like a big deal. It shouldn't be a big deal. You should be better if you're older. This isn't football where your leg's breaking down, you're tearing ACLs and shit. Like, you should be nice as hell by 50 because you've gotten more life experiences, more shit to talk about. Your vocabulary should be way more extensive than it was when you were 20 and just fucking cursing the whole time. Of course it should right. be better. So that should be... That that should be the standard. The older shit should be the standard. Niggas, G rap at 55, my G, should the be illest. black thought. He's content. He will oh. right. <laughs> be going side. That ain't right. My sentiments exactly, but how, how can wine get better with time, but it don't apply to, to MCs? And, and it, people do say hip hop's a young man's game, and, and we always, we're the only, like, we're the only genre i look at the music where we look at the elders as trash they don't do that in like the hard rock shit the motherfuckers be touring until like 70 80 packing out stadiums B. I say it all the time and they get called icons icons we get you you get past 30 you get past 30 and niggas calling you washed and shit like acting right. like you like on the, in the fucking senior home right well, we, we we treat our and we we treat our elders like shit, man. I, I do. I will say that we act like as soon as you. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it's a fact. It's true. It's black true. Better now than he was. Than black. Absolutely. Come on. Absolutely.
Absolutely. Yep. I agree. And like you said, with, with G-Rap and uh, so many others, man, from that era that they, to, to this day, that's still getting busy. Like, come on, man. Dookie juice, man. That's what it is. We're going to talk about it. Too. That generation against this generation by far, that generation will wipe them out. Of course. Slide. Of course. Of course. I always talk about it when somebody brings up XYZ rapper from right now. I'm like, okay, are they better? I mean, they bring up Kendrick or they bring up J. Cole or somebody. They're all right. But like, I'm like, yo, they better than, better than eat. I mean, I just go through a list of names and it's like, no, 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 no. Better than Sharp Heat. No. Right. Better than. No, no. Fuck out of here. No. That's a fact. Like, no. Like, no. So, like, yo, Granddaddy IU, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Granddaddy IU. He said it best in our last build up. This was last month. He said, I said, what you listening to now? Anything new? He's like, nope, nothing. And I said, why? He explained. He's like, yo. He was like, it's the same shit. He goes, we already did that shit. It's already been done. He goes, a lot of it's already been done. He goes, how are you going out gangster G rap? Like right. G rap. Like he goes, I've heard G rap. He goes, he is that. Like, so how are you going to even be better? How are you going to take it? He goes, some of these cats are they did good. He's like, but they're not saying anything or doing anything. He goes, it hasn't been done by masters. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Man, we got a few more few minutes. I want to get into this question. So I um my honeymoon's coming up and we're going to Puerto Rico. Nice. And I'm very excited and uh very congratulations by the way, both of y'all, man. Dope. Thank you. No, I appreciate you, brother. Um so we're going to Puerto Rico and on your um on your page, your bio in your bio it says Puerto Ricans are black. And mm -hmm. so I, I would I, I would uh I think I think I made Bobito Ross is in here. Um so I, I, can you elaborate on that? Salute everybody. Can you, sure. can you elaborate and talk, talk about that, please? Um, Puerto Ricans um, are no different from black Americans. Same people, just conquered by different colonizers. One spoke English, one spoke Spanish. You could pass for a Puerto Rican. You're a light-skinned black man. You can pass for a Puerto Rican. I, 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 yo, when I was, when I worked in New Haven, when I was in New Haven, yo, lady would speak to me in Spanish. I grew up around Puerto Rican, lady would speak to me in Spanish. I'm like, I don't speak Spanish. And she was like, she's kept not speaking in Spanish. I was, she was like, I was like, I don't speak Spanish. She said, you mean to tell me you're Puerto Rican and don't speak Spanish? I'm like, I'm not Puerto Rican. She goes, you're Dominican then. I was like, I'm not Dominican either. She goes, yes, you are. I was like, no, I'm not. She goes, yes, you are. I was like, lady, I'm black. She's like, no, you're not. And she, and she got pissed and walked away. So I get it. Yeah. So Is that, I just want, that was a funny, funny little tidbit. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, no, I, I, actually, I had it, and I, I, I don't have it anymore. I lost it uh, along the way through moves and stuff. I had a definition from a very old dictionary. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a listen. I'm when it comes to knowledge, I'm a geek. I'm a nerd, and I take pride in that. Like, I'm a Bible nerd. I'm, I'm a historian nerd. I'm a geek. Like. This is this is what I live, breathe. I'd rather talk about that than anything any day of the week. Let me show you something real quick. Right. Two seconds. Something I terrible. He raps about God and it's hard. Like, for instance, like I collect books. Like this is one of my this is one of my, I 
I love this joint. This dictionary right here, eighteen twenty-eight. There's so much information in here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I had I had an older definition of the word or the phrase Puerto Rican, and when you look it up, it says a Spanish-speaking Negro. Hmm. Hmm. It's just the indoctrination of what's done by the people that run the world, the elites that run the world. You 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 see all, all the glamour, all the glamour glitz and 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 uh, uh, people of status to be one complexion, and then the people that's the degenerates and the criminal element, the darker complexion. So if you light skin, you want to gravitate to that. You don't want to gravitate. To the to the one that's being pointed out as the degenerate or the criminal element, right? Right. And this is where this is where all the colorism and all that stuff comes into play. So, yeah, Puerto, Puerto Ricans are black, man. Whether they accept it or not, believe it or not, I don't care if your hair straight. It, it don't matter. You got mad. There's so many black folks that have straight hair. It's not about features. You can't say because oh, of the lips or you got a broad nose. There's, you got black folks with my features. I don't have the. Broad Broadest nose or the thickest lips, but you know, right. yeah. Everyone told me oh, I got a white boy nose, so I, I get it, yo. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, I don't have the more like you know, you know, it's just a nose, but I get it. But yeah, right. So, and what's crazy about it within, you know, like so, my daughters have Puerto Rican, and like grew up. I mean, Hartford, Connecticut has like tons of Puerto Ricans in my whole area where I grew up. So, Connecticut in general, but like within the that community, though, within that shit, I've seen, like, you know, just like within black folks, like, feeling ill towards light-skinned cats or whatever, like, darker skin. I've seen it within, you know, with Puerto Ricans, and I'm like, damn, yo, y'all don't, we all fucked up. You don't get it. We all fucked up. Right. <laughs> like, and it's, it's you, like, like that on the island, too. It's like that in, in PR, too. There's, there's a section where it's predominantly like dark skin and yeah, they get treated a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's the same everywhere, man. We the same people in the same conditions, just conquered by different colonizers. That's all. You proud you proud of one colonizer, like, oh, we got this uh, it's the same shit. Right. You, right. Like you got the sheriff, they got the other department, like whatever. Like you still you still fucked up. Shit is mm -hmm. good. You know what I'm saying? That's Absolutely. That. So yeah, I'm going there, and I'm gonna check. I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Uh, check into the. Um, I've been really researching the. Uh, how you spell Taino Indians? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go, go check some stuff out there. That's been pretty intriguing. But about about that, yeah, Porter. I mean, I, like, and I, and the thing, like, if you look at if you look at baseball, the major league baseball. You can't tell who you think look, most of these cats are like brothers from New York. You know what I'm saying? And they're Dominican, Puerto Rican, or whatever, Venezuelan, all that shit. Like people don't understand, yo. We, yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of the greats were Puerto Rican, and people didn't know that. Right. Right. We have mixed people, everyone, every shade. Yeah, yeah. Alcatraz, Alcatraz could go heavy into that. He, 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 he loved talking that topic all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's, a, it's. A, uh, I, I think it's an important topic. I mean, in terms of just, at least, 
people having a general understanding of it. If, I mean, what you do with it, if you don't believe it, then all right, whatever. But I mean, it's right. it, it's 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 a fact. I mean, you know, I don't know. Nobody really wants to be black, so it's kind of nobody's really signing up to be black these days. Like, oh, I want to be black. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I mean, we I'm black, so you kind of stuck with it. But nobody's like getting in line, unfortunately. Um, yo, I wanted to get back to the music because well, a few months ago you told me uh, that you know you were kind of discouraged with the whole shit that you wanted to. You was like, yeah, I might not even fuck with this no more. And uh, the other day, recently, you told me that you were feeling rejuvenated. So, uh, what changed? I think, I think that's something that all of us go through as artists, especially when you've been doing it for certain amounts of time. Um, I'm not, of course, I'm not no spring chicken. I've been doing this since I was 17. I'm 48 now. Um, I have a lot of history in music. Um, I've been around a lot of people, been a lot of places, and you know, I sometimes you get, I don't, I don't know, maybe maybe it might be. You know, you get a writer's block, and then you just start because so many other things is going on in life. You got to take care of responsibilities first and foremost: family, children, bills, and you get so caught up in that. Like being a rapper is like putting on a damn costume. Like you know, you got you're gonna do a video. You got to put something on nobody's seen before. You gotta have the fresh cut, the shape up, and it's a costume. Like because when you finish wrapping the video and it's done, cut. Yo, I gotta go to work tomorrow. I gotta get up at four in the morning, right? So it's really like a costume. Don't, don't listen. I'm grateful for my little five, six, seven sales, <laughs> but that don't pay the bills. I'm, I'm thankful for my little ten, fifteen fans that give me thumbs up and stuff. I, I appreciate it, but I gotta pay bills. So I work a job, and if I, don't, I don't get paid as I would like to, as a lot of artists would like to to get paid off of their craft. That has nothing to do with hustle. It has to do with it has to do with, with with people's taste because music is subjective. Like you you can know you can't definitively say that this dude is trash or this dude is just garbage. I'm talking about from music that we like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about the stuff that you be pulling up on and be like that shit is trash. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that is trash. I'm talking about like the dudes that we look up to that we listen to and, and so forth you know what i mean so i guess it comes from that like but then you have a a, a streak like a beat will come and be like oh damn and you you start inking and it just flow out of you you know what i'm saying so you're like yeah i'm back i'm rejuvenated i feel good and you hope like this might be the one that break and everybody gravitate to and be like you know what i'm gonna buy this joint because it's solid and sometimes it does take sadly it does take a solid co-sign. Yeah. It does. Anybody, one thing I hate, when somebody says that they're self-made, you're a liar. There's nobody self-made. Just, just talked about it. No, no. Nobody is self-made. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody's had help. You Everybody need somebody. needs somebody. Nobody's self-made, especially with music. You you know that you have a skill. You know that you get busy. You have, you have a talent. It takes somebody with a talent that's already of a stature to say, you know what? Yo, this nigga get busy. Let me post this joint. A lot of times people won't do that because they feel threatened and they know that they don't have no way of capitalizing off of the cosign. 
Because somebody could co a legend could co-sign me. Say the name, name your biggest legend could co-sign me and tell me and say, yo, this dude is dope. You gotta check for him. That don't mean I'm gonna idol worship you. I'm not gonna sweat you, dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna be hugging your nuts and following you. And I'm not gonna be doing none of that. You got the wrong one with that. Yeah. So if you see you can't you can't capitalize off of that, why would you co-sign me? Why would you even, you know what I'm saying? Allow me to, yeah. to have some type of acknowledgement based on your status. You no. feel me? So no. of course. I mean, why would you not not in this industry, man? I mean, like not in no. Snakes and cutthroat, it's cutthroat. No, of course not. Nobody's going to give you a leg. I mean, and that's why the good people in this industry stick out like sore thumbs. You probably know that already. They stick out like the ones that look out and are just honest and pay on time and just, just straight up about business and just take care of problems once they occur. Like those people are few and far between, man. They are. Yeah. They are on the promoter level, the media level, the rap level. The fucking sound niggas is trash sometimes. Everybody, yo, it's everybody's at their hands out. Fucking greedy fucks, man. This shit is cutthroat. And, you know? And I hate to see it enter the realm of what we call the underground. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if any way it could be an even playing field, it should be there. And then you start to see the the favoritism and the bull, you know, in that realm as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, because this is my man. He did, I'm going to play all his stuff. That's why I said that. If I don't make your playlist a dog ass, go kiss. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's why I said that. You ain't, you're not, and, and I'm going to tell you something, and, and this is not for bragging or nothing like that. I don't, I don't, that that's kind of like a deterrent too. Like when I, I, I hear you say you got to constantly post, 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 and I agree 1,000%. I don't want to enter the realm of of like being arrogant you know what i'm saying like because that comes with the territory sadly with with hip-hop you got it's a it's a bravado you gotta brag about like i'm that nigga i'm the one right. you have to do that and i just got tired of it like you, you should be able to hear the skill for yourself right. and know that yo he gets busy right. so with that being said i spoke to him and 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 the brother gave me the green light and said go ahead um shout out out to the big bro speech from Arrested Development. Um, I, I got a song with him on his project, a new Arrested Development project coming out. Oh, dope. Uh, May 2023. And um, that's not for me following him or, or like he reached out to me. You know what I'm saying? Reached out to me and was like, yo, dog, I've been watching you, whatever. Oh, was good. I want I want you on this project. Sent me. Yeah, so you know, I want to get cut off. So, like, okay. yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. Because Instagram cuts me off and like, Three minutes. We got three minutes. No, I got you. Okay. Sent me, sent me the the track for me to feature on. Did my thing. Solidified straight. Waiting for it to be released. Shout out to Speech from Arrested Development for showing love to the kid. And it's a Grammy winning. That's a Grammy award winning group. Two time Grammy award winning group. You know what I'm saying? Best hip hop album of the year. Best hip hop. Best hip hop group. 1993. You can't you can't front on them. Whether it was something that we people in the street gravitated to or not. There's no denying that speech gets busy. Like he got bars, you know what I'm saying? And you know, to 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 reach out to me and show the love, I, I can't. There's nothing better than that. So that lets me know that people are watching. But there's only few that will open the door and be like, you know what? Come inside, man. I'm gonna give you an opportunity. That's dope. That's dope. 
That's dope. That's what's up, yo. And you can't, you can't. Yeah. And they did, they did their thing, man. And I like them. I mean, I, I fuck with them. I mean, I mean, they were solid. I mean, there was a, that was a different mood. I mean, hip hop has many band, many variations. It's not just one thing. So it, it, that's what was dope about it. You had your Daylight, you had your NWA, you had your X Clan publicly all in the same bill. Run DMC, you had all that shit. So right. gotta gotta get ready to go. I don't want to get you cut off. Instagram cuts me off. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. This was fun, man. We're going to do it again. And uh, salute to everybody joining in. We're going to get this up. St. Ivan, he's terrible. He's not. He's really a very nice guy. So um, <laughs> he dropped that terrible shit. He's not terrible. He's super dope. And so um, fuck with him. Thank you, bro. We go live with our people. Save the hip-hop culture for the after party right after this. We're going to be talking Granddaddy IU for the first half hour. So um, come on through if you're still fucking burning hours. I got to roll up a hell. So salute. Thank I'm you. here, bro. Thank you, man. God bless. Peace to you and uh, salute, man. All right, man. Thank Appreciate you, everybody. You, man. Everybody that tuned in. Peace. Absolutely. Thank you. I'll be good. Whoop.